not intoxicated could not explain his nudity. You Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Austin, Texas. Podcast hosted by Bruce and Steve, and we are live. Look at, Look at us live in 2024. It doesn't rhyme, but you know it is what it is. <laughs> um, giving you more in 2024. I don't oh. know. Hey, welcome to the morning zoo. All right. <laughs> oh, so yeah, welcome. This is our first uh, podcast of the new year. How was your? Oh shit! I left my what's on your desk downstairs. I'm going to go get that in a minute. Um, <laughs> so, so my normal garage studio is in just disarray uh, because, well, there's a lot of things going on out there. I'll, we've got like furniture from when we got the carpet in the garage. We got Christmas stuff still piled up in the garage. Oh it's my! Just, it's just anarchy out there, and uh, so uh, I, w- I did get a docking station for my MacBook for Christmas, so now I at least can plug all of the goodies in. See, watch this. <laughs> hey all right me a little bit ill. so dusty's back for uh our, our third man this week <laughs> uh this this time uh, so we've got that back um so yeah fun times how was your uh how was your holiday they're all right they're all right you know we uh, uh yeah they were fine <laughs> You, how was it having the child back in the house for an extended period of time after she was gone? How did everyone react? Because I knew about a week and a half or a week or so into ours, we were like, can they go back now? <laughs> no, they, it was fine. She, you know, um, had to go see the boyfriend a lot. So we didn't see her, but maybe at breakfast. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, at least you saw her at breakfast. Like you, yeah. you got the silver lining, I guess, right? Yeah, you know, she'd come home and then they'd go and do something, or I'd come home and there'd be more, you know, people in the house, and um, yeah, you know, yeah, it was just it was a little strange. And then this break, uh, Kristen started bugging her about, you know, hey, when are you going to do this? What are you going to get your rooms? And they're like, well, we're going to get an apartment. <laughs> There it is. Yes. So the campus housing apartment type thing. Right. You know. Did that. Yep. Yep. So, you know, my Isn't wife. Isn't it interesting that they have that now? Oh, my God. Yeah. I, it's uh, we walked past. We were visiting the old campus. And there was where there was all these big fancy condo looking things like timeshare type things. Uh-huh. And I, and I asked like, what are these? And they're like, Oh yeah, that's, um, those are the apartments, you know, get, you know, you can get, I guess they're just trying to accommodate young people. You know, I was, we, we did that. Like, so at UT Dallas freshman year, you live in the dorms on campus, right. which was like a damn apartment. Anyway, it was three bedrooms, with a triple sink and a little living oh, area. Nice. It was like like a jumbo efficiency or something. I don't know. What, so it was not like a dorm room that I remember, right? And then the next, everybody had their own bedroom. Nice. And like I said, there was one shower and then the triple sinks. And 
a little living area. It was weird. Um, so then after the freshman year, they kick you out and you go into the university housing. So we had the three bedroom apartment then four bedroom. It was a four bedroom apartment. It was like two Jack and Jill suites with a living area and a full kitchen. I was like, what in the hell is this? Yeah, that's uh, I think that's what they're looking at. Um, you know, and Kristen, not Kristen, babe's like, oh, and they've got a pool. And it's like, uh, you've got class. Sending <laughs> <laughs> you there to work on your tan. Yeah, not exactly sure what it is you're hoping to accomplish um, there, kiddo. But uh, yeah, and uh, you know the 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 deal is for a full year lease. Yes, and so it's kind of like, well, does this mean we don't see her next summer? <laughs> uh, we had to be out for summer unless we were going to carry over. Okay. So it was like fall, spring, and then you pretty much had to vacate at the end of the spring semester unless you were taking summer classes. Yeah. Um, so, so then we put everything in storage and scrambled to find housing, you know, these stupidly overpriced apartments nearby, which were not a good idea. Or we, well, I, I had four moms looking for houses or something, and I found a house like a mile, <laughs> mile from campus. Four bedroom, five bedroom house. I don't know, but anyway. So yeah, so the boys, their coterie of thugs is living in a little, and it's like mid-century uh, fixer upper, <laughs> about a mile from school now. Yes, that's yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> if they get in, they got right, get in. Right. Yeah. So I think one of them has already filled out the lease or applied. I don't know. They're, they're three friends from high school, which is weird to me because I don't know them. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah. It's like, how did, you know, how did you ever meet these people? You're in dance. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. All uh, right, then. So that's fun. And then... And then so she's gone back. Y'all are getting back in. I'm just rearranging some things because this is all out of whack. Um, there I am. And y'all are getting back to normal. And we we went to uh, we went to Costa Rica yeah. for a week, which was interesting. Uh, for those listeners that don't know, hey, France, what's up? Um, my in-laws <laughs> moved to Costa Rica about a decade ago. My father-in-law still lives there. And so we went down to check on him and uh, got to go to the uh, Pacific Ocean for the first time since I moved down there like 10 years ago. Which oh, was, nice. Because they live kind of in the Central Valley, like in the rainforesty area. Uh-huh. So it was like a two-hour Costa Rican row overland trip to the <laughs> ocean, which was interesting and exhausting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Laura drove in Costa Rica for the first time. Uh, I rode in the back and uh, prayed. <laughs> not so much for hard driving but for everyone else's uh was was a more hectic trip than i was hoping for i only got one nap in on the oh. at the uh, what like the first day we were there i went down to the uh the rancho which is a little outdoor kitchen bar area with the pool uh-huh and i, I took my kindle down there with me you know, with all the intentions in the world of reading i made it about four pages and the wind was blowing and i could hear the waterfall <laughs> It's like, yeah, to hell with this. <laughs> Nap time. Nap time. Yep. 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 That was about all she wrote for me. <laughs> so, 
And then we came back and uh, I got sick. And then my lovely wife has come down with COVID. So that's part of the reason we didn't go last week because I was sick last week, which may or may not have been COVID. She's convinced I gave it to her, but I was only down for a couple of days. I think it was allergies. I'm saying that anyway. I took a COVID test. It was negative. Oh, there you go. So, um, and then we're dealing with another, you know, January, Texas winter weather event. Yeah, that'll be fun. You know, (laughs) well, at least it didn't rain, right? Yeah. The grid's holding up this time. The water, not so much where, uh, our municipal water operator, we got a mess. We got an email on Monday night about 10 o'clock. Hey, uh, the pumps froze up. Uh, we have a boil water notice until further than fuck. <laughs> 10 o'clock on a Monday night, right? Um, okay, great. So Tuesday morning, I get up or bath myself and go to work thinking all day. Okay, we'll get to. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> this morning, I get up, look at my phone, nothing. I kind of drag my feet because we kind of follow the school district. So they've got a two hour delay. So I've got a little liberty with my arrival time this morning. I'll just kind of drag my feet and maybe they'll. Nope. Okay. Whore bath day two. Here we go. Get to work. I sit down on my desk about 10 minutes after I sat down. Hey, the boil water notice is rescinded. You fuckers. <laughs> um, so all day it was itchy. You just felt gross. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I told Laura, I'm like, um, yeah, I'll be coming home and leaving a trail of clothes from the door to the shower. She's like, Which, just... the boy's gone. You can do that. <laughs> exactly. Half the time I do. Uh, no. Uh, I was like, she's like, just don't Mad Max it all the way home. I'm like, I feel like Mad Max right now. It's <laughs> <This is> gross. <laughs> then I said, I won't last a week when the apocalypse comes because um, I need a shower. <laughs> that might be Sorry. impossible. I won't last a week in the apocalypse. <laughs> now we're hoping for today was the first day in a week that the temperature was over <laughs> 32 uh yeah but you're more used to that than i am right i mean oh, nobody's used to that shit that's true i mean I, you kind of yeah you're you, you're you're not used to that it just <laughs> isn't happening um uh yeah it's not good <laughs> yeah, I don't care for it. I, I've have had more winter weather since we moved to Austin than I ever have in my entire life. You know, I, I was going upstairs the other night, and I was just like, I, I you know, I'm, 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 I don't like worrying that my pipes are going to freeze. I don't like, you know, stressing out over this shit. I hate home ownership. I just. <laughs> Anyway, I know, and then I'm like, you know, like to, trying to get the boys to prep the house in Dallas, right? Mm-hmm. Not being there, going, okay, you need to do X, Y, and Z. Go to Home Depot now and get the things to cover the pipes outside. The next yes. day, yes. got done, right? Like, oh do yeah, it now, do it now before you need it. Um, worrying about this old house that they just repiped, and then like you know, watching the trees because that's been our biggest thing the last two years has been the uh, the trees. Mm-hmm. icing up because there's always been precipitation in addition to the cold so the uh the trees have taken a beating as have i trying to cut them down as you may recall <laughs> yeah it's uh i just yeah i <laughs> strange thing the other night i see movement in the yard i lift the blind to look out and there is a deer looking in the living room like <laughs> on the other Help side me. And I was like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> you get a lot of them? Uh, yeah. I mean, that night there was like six of them who traipsed through the yard. We get, we, we, we face up to a green belt behind the house. So we see them down in there. 
our neighborhood is full of them. I keep waiting for them to announce a call. It's going to have to happen. There's too many. There's too many. I always think if I think the, the Ron White thing, it's like, I got up at 6 a.m. and did this and got ready, and I got myself with my 38 shotguns. Like, oh, yeah, I got mine with my Buick. <laughs> <laughs> We've got an eight-point buck who wanders around the neighborhood siren crops of does every year. He, he's an impressive boy when you see him. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so lots of deer in my neighborhood. Oh, so let's see what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk. What do we want to talk about? We talked about holidays. Did you see any movies over the holidays? Uh, no, 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 we did not. It's, it's, you know, no, we didn't do a lot. We, we were homebodies. We were delicious little stay at home. I'm jealous. Yeah, it's like Saturday. We did nothing. It was it was minus like five most of the day. Well, that's that's a perfectly that's reasonable. So you know, it's like we didn't even leave the living room. I was on the couch under two <laughs> blankets. Kristen was in a chair under three blankets. Babe was in a robe and a heavy blanket, just you know, laying in the middle of the floor in a beanbag chair. <laughs> I was like, we should go upstairs and get all the blankets. <laughs> I was like, why would we do that? I'm like. Because uh, we're off to a good start. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> we're halfway there now, you know. Because we do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Didn't do much Sunday either. I did watch. So get this, Babe's taking a course. In um, it's it's a great books course, right? Okay. And they're reading like uh, Knights of the Round Table. It's a whole bunch of mid. It, Canterbury Tales and a whole bunch of literature like that. Okay. But for extra credit, they get to watch. They're supposed to watch Monty Python and the Quest for the Holy Grail and or the, A Knight's Tale, I guess, and find medieval, you know, she goes, well, it's, you know, stuff about chivalry. And I'm like, they're, they're, I go, I, I go, there's nothing in Monty Python. No. It's chivalrous. No. You know, the closest you get maybe is when Lancelot burst into the wedding. <laughs> but even that is fraught with peril. <laughs> yeah, I think you're going to have more luck in a knight's tale if you can get through the uh, bad musical numbers. Yeah, and I go, and that's what I told her. I go, oh, a knight's tale. I go, have you seen that one yet? She goes, I think so. No, I don't think so. I go, okay. All I'm going to say is Bill Shakespeare is out working the crowd. At the, <laughs> I go, I, I, again, I'm trying to figure out what, I mean, you know, hey, more power to him. It's like, I guess, applied. Here's what you've read. Now go find these references in these, these two ridiculous movies. That's interesting. Yeah, because I was like, Canterbury Tales. I go, get ready for that. I go, some of them are okay. I go, but there's one where like. The Miller's Tale, where like this maid sticks her butt out the window, <laughs> the guy goes to kiss it, and he fart, she farts in his face. And my daughter's like, "That's not true." I'm like, "No, it's 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 real." <laughs> that's, yeah. I go, so if we're gonna draw parallels, then then maybe you have that opening scene in Monty Python, where God commands them, and they kind of go up with the angels, and at one point they stick little trumpets up to their butts. <laughs> or or you've got the French taunter, I fart in your general, in your general direction. direction. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, is that what they're looking for? looking for flatulence? I don't. I'm half tempted to get her get her reading list. And read them myself. <laughs> oh, I would love to see the reading list. 
Get the uh, reading. Can you get it? Oh yeah, I can get it. Get the she, reading. She list. bought all the books at half price books, so she's nice. just like smart girl. Oh yeah, yo, she's you know she's Miss Miss Big Girl going to live in an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like kiddo, you're like. 15 minutes from campus. Well, there's a shuttle. I'm like, I'm just, oh, the shuttle's no good. I'm like, okay, uh, whatever. Let's get on the show so I can explain to her the dangers of the shuttle. Uh, I used to have to park at Cajun Field and shuttle over to campus because there was no parking on campus at USL. So it was rain, sleet, or snow. You had stood out there at that bus stop, and then it was up to Johnston and down and then hit all the stops. Yeah, yeah. That was no fun. So we'll see what happens. Um, you know, I told Kristen, I was like, well, this would be fun. We can, we can just drive over. We can do pop-ins if she has an apartment. We <laughs> go over there, have the roommate let us in. She gets home from class. We're sitting on the couch. Right. Just like she's done to us. Paybacks, <laughs> <laughs> hey, kiddo. Paybacks. Hey, you know, it's only an hour, hour and a half. It's an hour and a half drive over there. So it's really not terrible. And we we lit, we could do the we could do the drive bys now, but we don't because we respect her privacy and we don't want to drive. Yeah, see, the boys figured out they're they're far enough away that we're not going to just show up. It's a long <laughs> ass drive from here to Dallas. <laughs> they don't like making it. We don't like making it. Never Everybody wins. Show me. Everybody wins. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, the boys and I went to see the Godzilla movie. Was it any good? It was really good. Like that's what everybody says. Amazingly good for the budget they had for that thing. It was to, incredibly like, well make done. Up for all the Godzilla movies they've they've you know yeah it upon us. It, here. Well, it was it was really because I think the boys and I kind of we were all like gobsmacked. It was really an art house movie about the effect of World War II on Japan that just okay. happened to have a giant radioactive <laughs> lizard in it. I mean. Parts of, you know, it's a Godzilla movie. As all movie, morality so not, tales do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a Godzilla movie, so he's not going to be in every frame. And he's in, like, but there's a lot of it that's just, like, you know, spoiler alert, the, the, the lead is a kamikaze pilot who chickened out. So he's dealing with the dishonor. And he goes back, and everything he has, his home is destroyed. And, like, all this stuff is going on, and it progresses over the course of years as... He builds this family. The community rebuilds itself. And then Godzilla shows up to take away everything he had and have built. And I mean, yeah, it was <laughs> great chunks of it were, were an art house movie. And then the Godzilla would show up. So it was really good. I recommend that one. And we also saw the Iron Claw. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which was fun. Uh, some sketchy casting. And it was really? a little hard. Yeah. The guy that played Flair was terrible. Uh, no. he was almost doing dusty. Uh, make me a little, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was less flair and more dusty. Uh, and Zach Efron was too big to be Kevin, and uh, Jeremy Allen White was too short to be Carrie. But the dude that played David was amazing. Um, it was a good movie. It was, it was, an, it was a little difficult to watch all that happen in such a short amount of time, right? You know, <laughs> yeah, because it's like, like the rise and then collapse of the van yeah yeah and i mean they even cut uh one of the brothers out because they said it would be just too much tragedy um <laughs> they didn't even put chris in the movie oh man <laughs> so they didn't have another brother die <laughs> it was just like okay wow. uh, we got we have more to win too and i'm like 
Wait, there's another brother. We're one He's, short. We're, we're one short of one right short. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the uh, the asthmatic brother is not showing up. Where is he? Um, <laughs> yeah, they just they cut him out so that people wouldn't think it was just complete farce. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, one, that one was fun. Um, uh, that's, uh, I'd say stream that one, but it was it's worth a while. Okay. Um, I saw you posted a picture of the bear on Facebook the other day. Have you watched that? Uh, I, you know what? I, I watched like the first two episodes of uh, season one and then kind of got sidetracked and didn't go back. So, um, I mean, definitely I, recommend it, going back. Okay. It is a, it is a very good show. Um, there's an episode in season two where Jamie Lee Curtis shows up as the mom. That oh, is yeah? just one of the <clears throat> brutal hours or 45 minutes of television you're ever going to watch. I mean, it was just <laughs> like a family meal gone awry. That's all I'm going to say. And it's just and like, so like, you know, the Punisher's there because he's still alive. And it's so it's a flashback episode, but it's just Bob Odenkirk's there. And okay. it is just brutal <laughs> in all the best ways right all right so recommend the bear highly oh man yeah so. i i've not watched I, I i did rewatch. you know they live the other weekend i saw you commented on that i had watched yeah. that about a year ago it was showing on one of the movie channels and i watched it and i was kind of like you i was shocked by how well the message still resonates Oh yeah, I mean when he puts on the glasses and everything is, I, I mean yes, that part. Um, there are other parts of it were like really hard to watch because you you have Keith David, who's doing a great job and he's really emote and he makes you feel, and then Roddy they cut to Roddy and, he, and it's kind of like you can see, oh, um, <clears throat> act uh, sad. You know, I mean, it's like you, you can, the only time he came alive was in the fight scenes and a couple of other th scenes where he's talking like a wrestler. Right. The rest of it was just sort of like, oh, this is this is so painful. But at the time, who else would you have cast? You know, right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it, he, he's not an actor. Let's be honest. Um, yeah. and, and now that you said that, it makes me think if, if the videotape I have is still in playable order, I think I know what we're going to do our first view along with. Uh, and I'll come back to that in a second. <laughs> okay. But, um, uh, yeah, it, you know, I mean, and Piper was never one for nuance, even with his promos and wrestling. They were always at 10 or 11, right? <laughs> so asking him to dial it back is only going to get you at about seven <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> but it, it's one of those upset they're going, because, you know, I think you could remake the movie. I don't know if you could do any twist to it to make it more interesting or, you know, cause the themes, you know, yeah, you, you we live in a culture that, that very much, <laughs> there's a commercial for like this woman with nails and it's like, Oh, and you can look like you have lovely natural nails. And she's got like these two inch stiletto nails. Right. And she's like, she's stabbing at a cheese tray with and eating <laughs> it off their fingertips which there's stuff like that that i thought was really good you know it's like the shit from robocop i'd buy that for a dollar that some something of that stuff i was thought a while yeah there was another movie i thought a while back would what could be updated based on 
social media and everything. And I'll think of it in a minute and tell you what it was. But it was like, there are things that could be updated without losing the core message. And you're right. That is one. And I will say, uh, having finished Monarch Legacy of Monsters, Mm -hmm. um, and you you mentioned in your post that, you know, Kurt Russell would have been a better choice for Nada. And you're probably right. Well, I think I just read something from that. He wrote the part for, for, Russell. Sure. As and as then he's get. like, oh, but I've already done the thing, Little China, and one other one. So uh, I need to mix uh, it up. Uh, Escape from New York. Yes. So he's like, uh, I need to mix it up. I would say his son, Wyatt, would be a good choice. Why would you get now? If you want to go with the big guys and you want to pick from, you know, the WWE stable, uh, I'd go with Cena. <laughs> oh, Cena would be good. Cena would be good. <laughs> Or Batista. Batista. I was thinking Batista. I was thinking Batista because he he's got a more weary look about him. Yes, but 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 Cena's wide eyed goofiness might actually work. Um, I yeah, because like the scene when he puts on the glasses, I could see Cena really selling that. Just yeah, like, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I like that actually. Not normally a, I'm not normally an advocate of John Cena's acting, but that no. one would work. Uh, you know, yeah, just you could you know the the funny thing is if you did remake it today, you you'd want to I think avoid you do politician, you do like crossfire. Like an episode of Crossfire with two of the they live aliens just saying ridiculous shit. <laughs> you know. <laughs> By the way, I think the name of this episode is I'm not normally an advocate for John Cena's acting. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be it. Um, unless we come up with something better. Um, yeah, I like that. Oh, shit. I, I wanted to update But you know, that. that's the funny part, though, is that you would, you would have the talking heads, and then there'd be this movie sells itself. It's a remake. There'd be the purists and then the people who want to see it, but then it's so woke because the, the, there are aliens on the TV show. And that's clearly a jab at Fox, which would be like, if you automatically see this as a jab at Fox, maybe you're the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you recognize something. Maybe you're wearing your own little sunglasses. (laughs) Maybe one of the shows should be called The Echo Chamber. I don't know. <laughs> yes, at Cable News 54 or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you just have that kind of running in the background, The Echo Chamber. And then you put the glasses on and he looks up. And yes, you've got like this big fat Sean, ha- Laurie Ingram with the big helmet hair. <laughs> just saying vile shit, you know. It'd be a lot of fun. We got, we got sucked into while we were in Costa Rica. <laughs> my father-in-law made, was insistent that we watch Gutfeld, and that is just a mean-spirited program. Like, I don't think I can do it. I have he and Jesse Waters. It's like this race to who can be stupider, who can just you know what's the worst possible take I can have on this. Here it is. Ha ha ha. Just a joke, folks. Yeah, that's exactly what apparently apparently Jim is a big fan of Tyrus, which makes me laugh. Tyrus the wrestler who shows up on Gutfeld from time to time okay. or fairly regularly. He's like, Have you seen Tyrus? I'm like, Yeah, I know the Funkasaurus. Um <laughs> I have a hard time taking it seriously as a political commentator when he used to be the Funkasaurus. Um Yeah. That's the way I feel about Jason Whitlock. He's a sports columnist here, and now he's out there, you know, doing, um, I don't know, 
Hannity light or whatever he's doing. Oh, I, I, I was the other morning I was going, I was driving to work and, uh, they were talking about the Jim Norton's show on the morning on XM. They were talking about Shannon. No, was it Shannon Sharp? Somebody just took Whitlock apart. It was Shannon Sharp. No, it was Stephen oh, A. Smith. Oh, it was Stephen A. Smith. Just was like, it was Stephen A. Smith. So it just took him apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was fun to listen to the clips of Shannon Sharp. Much like it was fun to listen to the clips of Cat Williams. <laughs> actually, I actually listened to that whole show because that was entertaining. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I can do that all day, every day, pimping. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I that interview with Shannon Sharp was something though. He like took out the entire black comedy hierarchy. Who Cat Williams? Yeah. Oh wow. He took out Steve uh, Harvey, Steve Harvey, <laughs> Cedric the Entertainer. Okay. Kevin Hart. Uh, some other folks. What was uh, the yeah. deal? Was calling him what sellouts or? Uh, I, I just. He called uh, called Kevin Hart a plant. A plant? A plant, like a gatekeeping plant. Okay. Uh, he He's called out Bernie and, uh, no, he called out uh, Steve Harvey and Cedric for, uh, essentially for backstabbing Bernie Mac. Oh, really? Uh, he said, and I don't know that it's true, but he said that after Bernie Mac got cast in Ocean's Eleven, Steve Harvey called up the producers and offered to do the role for less. Okay. <laughs> uh, he said after Bernie Mac died, they offered him the fourth slot on the Kings of Comedy, and he wouldn't do it because they had just Bernie Mac. Uh, uh. It was, it's an interesting listen. Um, Shannon Sharp, not a great interviewer. A lot of the, oh, cat, you can't say that. You know, <laughs> oh, but he just did. Just did. <laughs> You're a little late. Yeah. <laughs> you missed the the five second button. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> so yeah, that was entertaining. Oh. I'll go look him up. Not right now, of course, but yeah. Um, I also intended to update our website over the holidays, and that never never got the like oh. you know hour or two I needed to sit down and do a refresh and an update. You know, it was always. Can we do this now? Yes. Okay. Oh, that's still pending. <laughs> Not a problem. I got to work on our website at work. Fun. Oh, yeah. It's nothing like, you know, designed by committee. That's where you get the best design choices. It really is, you know, because whoever said less is more never met my coworkers because more is more. And we want pizzazz, but we can't define what pizzazz might look like. Um, anyway, it's it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> Just, yeah. Uh, okay. That's what we're going to do, right? Okay. Yeah, they did a, you'll appreciate this. They did a sort of a refresh renovation in our office the last couple of weeks of December. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were working from home and it was like, oh, Jesus. Oh, I left that at the office. I need to go back and get that. Okay. And then like, it's like, my boss was like, well, if you're going to go up there, could you go get the mail that they're holding? Sure. I can do that. Can you check on this? Yep. I can do that. So I was like, okay, I'll just drive across town, do my <laughs> thing, get the mail. I'm on the clock. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're just doing, you know, yeah, I got it. 
There we go. Oh. No, it just, I, yeah, I was going to say, work work has been work. And, and uh, you know, we did personality tests, which, uh, you know, I always loved those. Uh, but this one was, it determined, you know, like your personality type. And they gave you the breakdown on it. And so they gave me mine. And, and there was a line in there about, you know, this person's highly motivated, blah, 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 but not very self-sufficient. And what? Yeah, I go, I go, are you guys high? What? What? <laughs> yeah. That was a, so, you have to uh, do it the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. I go, I'm, I'm, I'm not self sufficient. I'm having some problems with that one. Uh, especially when, you know, <laughs> it's like, that's like, I, I don't get it. I, I went into the computer. I found it. I don't know. Let's not talk about it. It's okay. Like, you brought it up. I, will I know. Move on. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with it. It's like I started and I was like, oh no, I got no rant here. I'm just really am pissed off that they're all like, oh yeah, you're not self-sufficient. And I was like, really? You know, I predicted the a number of hours that we worked back in November based on three pieces of information. You know, somebody's like, how do you do that? And you're like, well, you test your theory. I got some numbers, right? And uh, I've always believed that numbers are like uh, like a kid. You can get them to do whatever you want, and they, they'll just do it because they don't know any better. Um, I had another analogy in the Me Too generation. I can't use that anymore. But um... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you can tell me that one off camera. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I need to know. It's just, it's just rude and stupid. But um... <laughs> That's the best kind of analogy. Yeah. But I've always felt that way about math is that you can make numbers do whatever you want, you know, as, as long as you don't give up control to them. Joe Depp, remember your algebra sort of a thing. Yeah. You know, because like I'm out here trying, I go, I'm not self-sufficient. And yet I figured out the cost of like workman comps claims from week one. It's like, well, how hurt are they? You go to a statutory chart, you'd figure, you know, you plug in all this stuff and I go, okay. This total claim is going to cost us $36,000. And now I'm trying to figure out how to game the insurance side so that I could say, <laughs> based on our payroll, based on these factors, our expected loss is $45,000. We came in at thirty-six, dollars so we actually did better. And, uh, you know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's you can massage the numbers. It's the way of the world. <laughs> Just kind of tweak them a little bit. We were sitting there with the insurance agent. And I go, where did these numbers come from? He goes, oh, they're from an actuary. I was like, gotcha, magic hat numbers. He goes, what? I go, you just pull these numbers out of a magic hat. That's, what, that's how actuaries work. They, you know, they go to school for four years. They learn, you know, numerology. Uh, and then they uh, they gather in this, you know, cabal uh, in the back room of like, uh, you know, MetLife. Uh, they go to the Rock of Gibraltar. They, that's actually where they go. They wear the robes. They do chants. And they figure out how likely you are to die before 75. You personally. It's like a book of life these people have. It's inside the Rock of Gibraltar. They've hollowed out the inside. I can do Q2. Anybody can. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, they've, they've got a giant thing. It's a, They've got a pyramid inside there that channels all the cosmic energies. Um, 
they they sacrifice something yes and then they say okay steve sprouse uh we're going to put a number on this guy 67 uh and then they you know they write it in the book of life and that's the end of it so i should have gone into that <laughs> lose me no hang on oh no i could hear the coyotes over my over my headphone sorry Oh, we, okay. we also the have coyotes for in, you. Yeah, we also have coyotes in the green space, <laughs> and sometimes they're loud. Tonight oh, they're loud. They're loud, <laughs> really loud. There's a lot of them. So that's fun. <laughs> I have coyotes, and occasionally I'll have a roadrunner in my yard, and I'm always waiting for the anvil to fall. <laughs> Walk out, and there's like little black half circles painted on the outside <laughs> of your house, little, little outlines, <laughs> all these Acme wrappers everywhere. <laughs> the bits to clean up, I'm telling you. Oh my God! There's yeah, coyote bits everywhere. <laughs> you just can't get that out of the out of the brick. <laughs> I go out there and there's this one coyote who's <laughs> got like that mammy black face because the firework blew up in his face. <laughs> yeah. That's so, a fact. I, I forgot what it was. I, I think I've told you about this. Like, uh, we were talking, uh, it was a conversation that, that took us, took a turn, right? And the turn took, went down like the Aunt Jemima and stereotypes mm -hmm. and then eventually blackface. And, uh, you know, cause, uh, Frank didn't quite know what blackface was. I'm like, you really don't. I go, Oh, what? I go, that's okay. I go, I see the, the, the filters, look it up. So he looks it up and he goes, Oh my God. No. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. exactly. And then I go, Oh wait, uh, shit. Bing Crosby holiday Inn. Um, blackface, you have to look this up, and he goes and he does it, and it is fucking horrible. <laughs> you were like, It's Bing Crosby and the entire cast in blackface doing this number. Oh my god, it's yeah, it's a salute to Abraham Lincoln, and <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> you have to see it to believe it. You're oh like, my Oh my god, I wish I was anything but white right now <laughs> <laughs> see i feel that way every time i see mickey rooney and breakfast at tiffany's that <laughs> yes. that yellow face that up. Is, <laughs> it, it's horrifying vile <laughs> it really is it's like the coke really bottle is. glasses and the big buck the, teeth yeah and you're sitting uh, here thinking oh thank god this is a black and white thank god this is oh uh, yeah so we don't have to see However, you know, it's one thing to see like the body paint on the Indians in F Troop. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, that's not a tan line. That's a goddamn handprint on that guy's back. <laughs> hey, that's our first Larry Storch reference of the year. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the original Ghostbusters? <laughs> <laughs> Which was just F Troop in space. <laughs> Was it, was it, I was going to say, uh, Forrest uh, Tucker. Is, uh, Tucker. Forrest thing? Tucker. Because you can't flip his Whitaker, name around. I knew that was you, not you, right. You can't. No, that is not it. <laughs> there used to be a comedian who uh, was like a country comedian. He had a routine where he would like switch the first and last name, first and last letters of people's names, famous people. And he goes, Forrest Tucker. Oh, wait, no, we can't do that one. Uh, I'll never forget that. <laughs> 
I don't know why. It's <laughs> stupid, but it I still remember it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, Here, here's a random thought I had. Uh-huh. And I, I went down a rabbit hole last week, something, one of those YouTube rabbit holes, right? And this thought occurred to me. I found, I, I, for some whatever reason, I decided I wanted to look up clips from Fantasy Island. I don't know why. Because I loved Fantasy Island as a kid, sure. right? Shouldn't have been watching Fantasy Island as a kid, but I loved that show. I had forgot. I had forgotten that Roddy McDowell played the devil to Ricardo Montalban's God. Really? Yes. There's a clip, and I, I sent it to the boys, and I'm like, "This was Saturday night when I was a kid, and it was Rourke and Roddy McDowell having this like metaphysical, philosophical conversation about you know the souls the devil was supposed to get, and Rourke, of course, outsmarted him, and then they did the slow turn." Where Roddy McDowell, there's the smoke coming up and the lights are flashing. And when Roddy McDowell turns back around, he's got the pointy ears and the horns. And he's like, I'll get you next time. Roar, blah. And I was like, okay, first of all, why am I watching this at like, you know, 10, right? <laughs> yeah. That's but, some subtext I don't ever remember picking up on. Yeah, right? I don't remember Roddy McDowell. As, <laughs> Does that as make devil. tattoo Michael? You know, the archangel uh, <laughs> It might. It might. <laughs> Um, I think Neil Gaiman needs to write a series about Fantasy Island. Um, it could be fun. Um, but today I was, as I was thinking about stuff for the show, I'm like, and it just, this just occurred to me. That's also, uh, Planet of the Apes back together. Ricardo Montalban and Roddy McDowell, right? Oh yeah. Think about how much influence Roddy McDowell had over us as young men. Planet of the Apes. Uh Mm-hmm. He was in Batman. He was Bookworm. Yes. He was the devil on Fantasy Island. He was in Class of uh, 1984 where he was like the biology teacher. Like, Roddy McDowell was in way too much stuff that we watched growing up or that I watched. I'm a little concerned about the prevalence <laughs> of Roddy McDowell in my life. Oh, yes. I remember seeing him on an episode of Carol Burnett. That tracks. I mean, I, those are the things that pop off the top of my head, and I know I'm forgetting something obvious, right? Now I'm going to look him up and see what yeah, I Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because I know there's something I'm not forgetting. Something that's going to just... I feel like there's a Disney movie that he was in. Oh, sure. Let's see. Oh, he was in Fright Night, of course, but that was later. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. There we go. That was, that was later. Um, let's see. Let's go back a little ways. Um... Okay. Yeah, known mostly for Planet of the Apes. Yeah, when you couldn't see his face. <sighs> oh, he was he was uh he was like the go-to guy apparently in the 70s on television. Um he was like name a 70s TV show. He he guest starred on it. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> Uh, Barnaby Jones, McMillan and wife, McLeod. Uh, oh, he was in the Poseidon Adventure. Yep. That's oh, yeah. Right. Yep, Shelly yep. Winters, right? Mm-hmm. Still feel like there's something. Oh, Bedknobs and Broomsticks. That's the Disney movie he was in. Yep. Yeah. So, so weird amount of Roddy McDowell in my childhood. <laughs> All I'm going to say about that. I don't know why I felt that was Fantasy Island. Mephistopheles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll find the clip and send it to you because, and I may post it on Heart to Heart, Trapper John, Buck Rogers, Mork really? and Mindy. 
Ooh, the black hole. Yeah. He was Samwise in the animated Return of the King. Oh. Is that the, uh, oh, excuse me, Ralph Bakshi version? What's that? Is that the Ralph Bakshi? Yes. I'm saying it right? Yes, that is correct. Whether you're saying it right or not, that is correct. Oh, I'm sorry. Directors, um, no, that's Jules, that's Rankin and Bass. Was it? Yeah. I was it was Bakshi. Maybe there was another maybe one. The, the Hobbit. Maybe the Hobbit. The Hobbit, was. yes. Yeah, that one. I remember watching that, and, and like the, uh, Gollum freaked Dave out so bad, it traumatized <laughs> her for the rest of her life. Um, so that's always been an easy go-to to get under my sister's skin, just in case you need to know that. Give her, give her up, my precious. My She'll <laughs> freak the fuck out. <laughs> I don't think she's ever seen any of the Lord of the Rings movies for that reason. Oh, I don't blame her. <laughs> but it was funny when the boys were little and uh, we found a Gollum action figure and I had <laughs> and I wrapped it up and it gave it to her from them one year for Christmas. That was funny. <laughs> she could not love it. <laughs> I think we eventually got it back, but... <laughs> She had to pretend to love it, and that made it all worthwhile. That even made it better. Exactly. I like it. Oh, man. Oh, I know one of the things we were going to talk about was, like, minimalist. The one I wanted to do was minimalist. Uh, I had two ideas. One was, like, the guys. We were going to do follows again, but we didn't get that put together. We'll we do didn't that do follows. Time. Yeah, follows we'll is follows. good. It was minimalist. It's like there's, there's a couple of people on there that do like these minimalist remakes of logos, football and baseball and, and, and basketball logos. Yeah. And you're kind of like going, okay, um, they're pretty minimalist now. So I don't exactly know what you're, you're taking out, but I actually watched one of these people as they gave their rationale for what they were thinking. And it was the most self-important, one-dimensional tripe i had ever heard <laughs> you know it's like well i googled the team and i saw that they are associated with the the mountains so i use the mountains in my you know and you're just kind of like you fucked it all up and <laughs> <laughs> you know um i'm kind of thinking if i was a design teacher i'd, I'd be kind of flunking your ass um because some of the designs that they do, and it's kind of funny. There's two or three people that do it, and every now and again they do one just right. Right? They did a mm-hmm. Bengals with just the B, the tiger striping, and then the top circle in the B was like a mad eye, like a tiger eye. Right? That's the LSU That's... logo. Oh, you're right. It is. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Let me. <laughs> they they copied that. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. You're totally cool. I get it. You know. <laughs> I, I, I do it, think some of the logos have gotten too busy, but I don't know that they, you know, necessarily like, need like complete revamp. Just tweaking. No. I, there was one he 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 minimalized the Detroit Red Wings, and you're like going. It's already there. Yeah. <laughs> you take out the detail and it doesn't look as cool as you think it does. 
<laughs> I mean, I love that the Lions are having a playoff run. I love the Lions uniforms. That grayish blue or whatever color. That, that blue is. and silver with the with the lion on the silver helmet. Uh-huh. Sold. Good. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm right there with Eminem. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me, Eminem, and Kid Rock will we'll go to a Lions game. Uh, Maybe Ted Nugent will be there. <laughs> nah, that's too woke for him. <laughs> Football. <laughs> yeah, the NFL's too woke for Ted. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, we got Taylor. So yeah, you, know, you you're, the, you're the center hell. of the universe, man. You know, it's kind of everybody's like, I'm tired of seeing her. It's like I am too, but the networks apparently think that's what we want to see. You know, if my choice is to see. Um, I don't know Andy Reid on the sideline <laughs> with a or with the frozen mustache, the mustache? Yeah, with the mustache sickle, <laughs> or uh, I don't know what the hell they were doing, but when they're all kind of the whole stadium's dancing and moving, right? It's like I don't know what they're doing, but that looks like a lot of fun, and I don't see why you could hate her for that. <laughs> I don't. I mean, as we've previously stated, I don't get it. I'm not the demographic for it. Though, no, so. I'm not the demographic either. Uh, whatever. Um, but I would say that if anybody from Funko is listening, you might want to consider doing, say, a Taylor Swift pop where she's wearing like that big oversized 87 Kelsey. I, you know, yes, you, you'd sell a gazillion units of that thing. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that's just, that's just leaving money on the table at this point. Pretty much. Um Speaking of Funko. But I also uh, think it's funny when people are like, well, she's just dating him to raise her profile. She doesn't like, need do to raise under- her profile. <laughs> do you live in a cave? Do yeah, you I know. the internet? <laughs> well, clearly they do. Because if they if they don't understand that she is, she, if anybody's benefiting from this, it's Travis. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sorry. Your girlfriend's a what? Billionaire? Oh, right. Nice job. Don't fuck it up. Travis. <laughs> exactly. You're, you're on the backside of this career. Be a kept man. Be a baby daddy. I don't put a baby in her. <laughs> if I make Kyle Canadian the situation. Or die trying. Yes. <laughs> Somewhere Hunter just just uh, assist a great disturbance in the force. Right. He just got pushed down the list. <laughs> Wherever you thought your chance was, whoop, one less. <laughs> <laughs> I'm realistic about my chances. They were zero. So I have no expectation and no ground loss. Exactly. I mean, it is. And I will say it's kind of fun. And I, I think, you know, it's, it's great. But I am tired of Brittany Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet she's tired of Taylor Swift because she was the queen of Kansas City before that, wasn't she? Oh, yeah. Now they're besties and they do things and I don't know. The woman's a billionaire. <laughs> she doesn't need any of them. No. <laughs> they are all her playthings. I, I will admit, I'm rooting for them. I, I, you know what? Although I don't know what her music's going to sound like if she's happy in a relationship, <laughs> but she's made her money, so I guess it doesn't matter. Exactly. Right? Yeah, just re-release, you know, 
eras too. Uh, the the happy of the eras, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can just milk that concert film thing as long as they're paying. Keep making shit. Oh, I was anyway, say, you had a Funko thing. Yeah, so um, I kept seeing these Facebook ads uh, for there's a place in one of the outlet malls nearby. They apparently have a, a shop where they buy and sell. Nice. I uh, I gave that information to the boys who wanted to liquidate. Mm-hmm. They went down there while we were in Costa Rica, boxed up their stuff, took it down there. They both made 330 bucks. <laughs> I thought they did pretty well. How I much mean, stuff did they have? They had, they had spent way more than that on them, but, uh, you know, they took most of the inventory off the boys' hands, so yeah, there you they go. got money. They got, I mean, I think most of Jack's uh, uh, windfall came from that uh, Comic Con Indiana Jones. I bought him a few years ago, but um, uh, but they they did well. I mean, they had probably fifteen to twenty left in the big giant uh, Home Depot oh. box when they got back. Yeah, cool. And I and I gave Jack a couple of bucks for his uh, Doof Warrior from Mad Max to bring that back around because <laughs> I'm putting together a band in my garage. I've got uh, Lemmy. I've got the Doof Warrior. I've got Frank Zappa. I need a drummer. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anybody if they've done any man, I don't know. I think all the drummers I've ever seen are part of a set. And I don't yeah. buy a U two or a bowling quantity two set to get a drummer. I'll figure something out. It, there you go. Yeah, I don't there are uh you might find Peter Chris, but I don't think he has drums. True. Yeah. Yeah, I'll figure something out. Surely somebody can they release a Matthew McConaughey with bongos, please? That would work. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's stuff like that. It's like, okay, Funko, if you want to, you know, if you make some just obscure shit, because you're going to have to make small quantities that, that you know, because you know it's not going to be like fucking Batman, you know, <laughs> uh, or Deadpool. So, yeah, you make some really small run pops. You do them as convention exclusives. Um, you know, and they end up being worth a couple hundred bucks down the road. So how hard can this be? They should really hire us as consultants. Are yes. you at least? No, they, they totally should. Um, cause we would, we would, you know, I, every now and again, I, I'll watch a Funko YouTuber and that's on me. That's not <laughs> You know better. I do know better. And you think I would know better, but I just, I'm watching one and it's like the information that there's there, the, the things that they're saying, you're like, that is just fundamentally wrong. That is not how that came to be. You know, um, there's uh, the rewind figures, the one that looks like the play school figures. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Everybody's like, Oh, here they are ripping off play school. And it's like eight years ago, they did a collaboration with them. You know, you want to say they're ripping them off? I say they just pulled old designs out of the closet and said, you know what? We'll just do it till they sue us. <laughs> We've already got the art. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's stuff like that. It, you're kind of like, God, no, that's not. It's not not that. They, they probably have permissions to do some of that stuff. Uh, Funko did get in trouble. Uh, with um you know how he-man figures are mm. overly muscled they did a bunch of stuff in that style and kind of got their hands slapped for copying those old uh hasbro designs but that was long, long oh time. that's that's 
that's kind of BS because like that's the Remco AWA figures had that same body style. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that was that was not He Man exclusive. That was a just a mold somebody had that they were cracking them out in. I saw a thing earlier, an article I was reading earlier uh, was saying that uh, you know the uh, rights to Batman and Superman hit the public domain in the next within the next ten years. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. What does that mean for DC? I'm like, interesting. That will be interesting because I think Disney's running into that issue now with like Steamboat Willie. Right, right. And but it's it's I, I, yeah, because I mean I think they they tried to do it by incorporating and saying he's synonymous with the brand logo, and so as long as they have a brand and a company, they really can't lose the copyright. Well, they got the Disney got the copyright ex- extended. extended. Like, yeah. Yeah, they they did that, but I'm just I was sitting there thinking, I mean, and, and the thing with you know the superheroes is you know Superman when he came out could leap tall buildings in a single bound, but he couldn't fly, so it's like those pieces are going to filter in, but you're not going to get you know Henry Cavill's Superman in the public domain right away, and somebody's no, going to fuck no, up no, and no. do that and get the shit suit out of him. What's going to happen? <laughs> Some dumbass is going to put together a fan film with, you know, and just get obliterated. And, and, and not understand why. Yes, yeah. That's the part. Yeah. Wow. So, now I'm curious to see what happens. Yes. I'm already writing a Batman script now, by the way. Well, congratulations. I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> joking. No, no, you're fine. So, hey. Um, Oh, that's right. What's on your desk is upstairs in another room. Hey, you want to do yours while I run downstairs? Or you want to just talk for a minute? And I'll be right back. I can wait. Well, how okay. about, yeah, because, yeah, it's really, I mean, I can, like, show them and wiggle them in front of the camera. <laughs> Give me, like, two minutes to run downstairs and run back. I'll be right back. All right. Ow, damn it. Ow, damn it. Don't stand up. Connect the headphones and uh, the computers on the floor, people. And so if anybody's watching and seeing all this lovely dead air, as both of us have walked away from our computers, uh, we'll just give you a little tease of what's on your desk. And this is one of two for me. Womp, 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 womp. Although they're both basically the same. So maybe it's just uh, one and one and a half. Uh, first up <clears throat> is this old... And by old, boy, I can't get that thing to hold straight. Anyway, this old Mezco creature from the Black Lagoon. It's right when they got the license. This thing is about eight and a half to ten inches tall. Oh, good. You're back. I was ready to, I was actually describing the first of two. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm glad I'm back for that. I wanted to see this. I was hoping <laughs> it would be one of them. Yes. Say there we go. Get him in the light so you can really appreciate it. Is that Mezco? Yeah, this is the old Mezco, and it's kind of funny because I was telling Frank when I got it, I was like, "This came out. I mean, this thing is it's about a foot tall, right?" Wow. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucking big. Let's uh, just kind of we're gonna check the height real quick using a benefit summary. <laughs> But on an eight and a half by, by 11. 11. So here is the back of the maintenance. 
thing. And as you can see, wow, he is 11 inches tall. That's amazing. When this guy came out, I, I was like, I've got to have that. I want that. But then it was like, it was 25 bucks when it came out. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I am not spending 25 bucks on this thing. It's just too much for an action figure. <laughs> well, how much did you spend on it? Uh, I got it boxed. Uh, the box is in pretty bad shape. So he's out of the box. He's free. Ah! Um, but no, I got him for like 50 bucks. That's not bad. It isn't bad considering that most of them in the box are going for about 80 to 100. Hey, that moves too. Quick ass. Um, I love the creature. It's such a cool design. And I mean, this thing is just the detail on the back. The, the He's not very jointed. Yeah. I mean, it's it's an amazing piece. And then he's got these really weird kind of oversized hands with all the suction cups on them. Nice. Um, very cool. You know, it's one of those where you're like, I'm quite happy to have this. <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, it, it's it's fun. I, I got it for, I think, a fair price. I know that I could basically... Uh, here's all the thing. I could sell it back for what I got it, so I'm fine. <laughs> Break even, you're doing well. Mm-hmm. Did you have another one? I did, but I thought maybe we'd alternate. Okay, all right. Well, we well, don't I'll, have to. I'm oh, ready. No, it's fine. I'll go. Okay. Um, so every year for Christmas, for as long as I can remember, since we've been adults, my sister gets me something Batman-related. Okay. Uh, which is, is fair, right? She used to go crazy when they had Sky Mall. I got all the Batman stuff from Sky Mall. <laughs> all of it. Okay. <laughs> I have the bat the Batarang money clip, which pokes me in the groin every time I try to use it. Um, last year was a bat corkscrew. This year, she hit a home run. She got me this big, this bad boy right here. Oh, cool. That's a great set. I haven't, obviously, still in the box because, you know, the last two weeks have been chaos. I haven't had a chance to put it together, but I'm looking forward to it. And my favorite thing, and you probably know this, is the, uh, Cesar Romero, yes, minifigure has the mustache. Has a little, the little, uh huh. Yep, yep. So I'm looking forward to putting together my Batmobile. Very, very cool. Very that's, cool. That's what was not on my desk this week. No, that that's that is very cool. Uh, my second, what's on your desk, is again creature related, <laughs> but they have done a crossover. With the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, that's badass. <laughs> there Did they go. do all of the turtles? They have done all the turtles and the Universal Monsters. Nice. Uh, I mean, this thing is... I love again, the, the I love the net. That, the net is amazing. And you even got little things caught in the net. Um, some of the accessories is a harpoon with a fish on it. Um. Yeah, they've done, they've done, they've done so far, they've done, I guess, uh, Playmates did like Universal Monster crossovers back in the 90s, 80s, okay. 90s. And so Nika, <clears throat> I believe is doing, it seems to be they're recreating all of those figures. So wow. they have done uh, the Invisible Man, which is not bad. The Mummy, which is pretty outstanding. Hunchback. Hunchback. Hunchback is cool because the shell opens and there's shelves inside. 
uh, mummy of Frankenstein, which I doesn't quite work because the head shape is fucked up. Um, and then I've seen obviously the creature, and then I think they're doing the Wolfman next. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Now. So it's one of those, yeah. If you go and, and look up the old line, it, people seem to think that they're just going to remake <clears throat> those like eight pieces. But again, sculpting is off the hook. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you did there. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually looking for something to circle back on. Give me one second. Those are very cool. I like that you're starting your own uh, creature army there. I've had my own little, yes, my, I have the little Mego creature and, you know, thank you for the Christmas gift. You're welcome. I thought you would like that. I do. I've got something for you, but it, it came in and it was all, there was the wrong size. So I got to wait to. No worries. I'm sorry. It took me till after Christmas to get that to you. I had it since like November. <laughs> one thing or another oh, was, it just, so I never I, got out the door. I did build it. The one that, you know, your present. Uh-huh. And uh, one of the guys I, I watch does like sandwich of a day and he does a sandwich and then he goes, hmm, it's pretty good, but I can plus this up. And okay. so I have slowly been starting the plus up of the ghost rider mech with the motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And so here is the head that I'm working on right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I got to figure out some coloration and I, I got to find some like this part obviously looks better than that one. So yeah, but it's flame so they can be uneven. Exactly. And then, of course, uh, his his arm got the plus up as well. So, we've oh, got, nice. Yeah, we got a chain wrapped around there. Um, yeah, this is what the arm looks like out of the box. Uh-huh. It's kind of it's it's not bad. But these pieces that he's the they're permanently bent and mine now has a full range of motion. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I think when this stuff kind of gets together, yeah, you'll kind of see. Oh, I like it. <laughs> I like it. Well, cool. I'm glad I could uh, provide some inspiration. I was literally walking out of target and I passed that in cap and I was like, I stopped cold. I'm like, oh, I have to buy that. <laughs> oh yeah, and now I now I've been I've been looking because it's like I've cannibalized. I've started to cannibalize the motorcycle now to build this. <laughs> and I'm like going, I may have to find another one of these kits in order to cannibalize all the parts I need. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, it was on the in cap at Target when I found it. Yeah. All right. So earlier we were. T- <laughs> For better or worse, we were talking about Roddy Piper and they live. And I mentioned that I might have an idea for our first watch since we Uh didn't get to do it for the turkeys away. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a videotape that at one point had this on it. I don't know if it still works. I'm going to have to find the tape. I'm going to have to see if it still plays. I do actually have a VCR in the closet. There was a made-for-TV movie that was a pilot for a television show. Okay. It was called Tag Team. Oh, my. It was Roddy Piper and Jesse Ventura as cops. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> yes. Here's the description. Tricky Rick McDonald and Billy the Body Youngblood are two of the best wrestlers in the country. They are told to take a dive by the wife of a promoter 
If they don't, she will make sure they're blackballed from wrestling. When they don't do what she says, they are fired immediately. They try many jobs without any success. When they stop a grocery store robbery, they get the idea to become cops. So it begins a new chapter in the life of this tag team. Bad guys, watch out. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, I only watched it once. I remember it being exactly what you think it would be. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's Jennifer Runyon's in it. Shannon Tweed is in it. Oh, uh, Mimi from Mimi from Drew Carey. Mr. Fuji's in it. Yeah, uh, Mimi, she's got to be. Oh, wow. Oh, um, wow. So I have to go find that videotape and see if it plays. And if it does, and I can figure out how to plug it through this system, uh, <laughs> we will be doing a watch along of Tag Team. Oh, my God. Oh, my uh, God. Uh, and it is when they both had the, so it was, uh, when they both had the full mullets. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the, the thing where, yeah, the, the publicity still where it doesn't look like, uh, I don't know. Roddy looks like a young Jan Michael Vincent. Uh, <laughs> yes, he does. You're right. Before the accident. <laughs> Before the accident. <laughs> uh, at least with where he's wearing the hat. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, it was. An experiment, to say the least. And I'm now I'm like super excited, and I'm hoping that this this works because um, <laughs> I haven't seen that since I think I, I recorded it, and a buddy of mine and I watched it one afternoon and just laughed our asses off. And I think, uh, yeah, if we could make that happen, that would be awesome. So that'll be our first. If I, I'll, I'll let you know once I find the tape or find. I hope I still have it. I had it. I kept it because I think it only ever aired once, and I kept <laughs> that tape like a grail. That'd be a fun thing to bring in, like Hunter and John, and just do a round robin. Uh, oh yeah, so that would be maybe even Kingston if we could get him involved. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, tag team: the uh, backdoor pilot starring Roddy Piper and Jesse the Body Ventura. If I can make that happen, I will. It has. To, it's one of those moral imperatives we always talk about. Yes, that's insane. <laughs> I mean, have you ever seen it? Or you, I, I watched it once. Watch it? I watched it the one time. I, I like. I think it came out. It came out when I was because it was one of the guys that worked in the radio station. With, so it had to come out like around ninety, ninety ninety one. Okay. Um, doesn't actually say. Oh, it's there. It says nineteen ninety one. Okay. Yeah. So. Um. I know where the box of videotapes is. It's in the garage. It's in, it's in the studio outside. So um, we'll see if I still have it. I'll let you know. That's <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever watched the episodes of that Sunny with Roddy Piper? I have not. I have watched those criminally few episodes. Of you can, yeah, those are phenomenal. They are. He's. He's, it's amazing. And he even comes back because uh, they're trying to like get him to uh, they're going to get him to buy into their pyramid scheme that they're trying to get out of. And he becomes like the region's best salesman. <laughs> 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 it's it's, uh, it's a it's pretty funny. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm actually I'm pretty happy with how the uh, the samurai shogun <laughs> Ghost Rider is turning out. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> this thing it'll stand about twice the size of the original 
yeah, the chain, I got lucky with the chain around the arm. I was like, Ooh, does that work? And it worked. And I was like, sweet. <laughs> it's not very samurai. I got to figure out what weapon to give him. I'm thinking a giant ass gun. <laughs> well, yeah, the, one of them had a shotgun. I think it's not Johnny blaze, but the other one, I think he had a shotgun. So I think that works. Or figure out how to make a flamethrower. <laughs> Do you mean for your toys or for real? For the, yeah, eh, the toys to start. <laughs> now that could be actually that that could work. And you put like two big tanks on the back. <laughs> <laughs> so you <have> two tanks, <laughs> and then you just run some like multi-barreled thing. <laughs> And, you know, I've got little flame parts I could stick in the end, so it's it's like he's just going through and torching the damned. Oh, <laughs> uh, torching the damned! Torching the damned! All right, that's another potential episode title. <laughs> torching the damned. Yeah. Oh. No, it's kind of fun. I last night, Frank goes in. You look a little tired. I go so nine o'clock. I, I walk past Ghost Rider and I, I get the bin of parts out. I was like, I'm going to tweak this a little bit. Anyway, I down there tweaking and tweaking and tweaking. And finally, I get up off the floor and it's two in the morning. Oh, no. <laughs> I have gone five hours just at a blink of an eye. Oh. <clears throat> and, you know, all I really did was rebuild the hand and the head. Um. But I can tell you the design process is, does this work? Okay, take it apart. Does this work? Take it apart. Does this work? Take it apart. This works. Build the next part. Oh, the first part doesn't work anymore. Take it apart. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like your design process for everything. Um... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You kind of you have a rough idea. You sketch it out. And then you, like, just leave yourself open to, you know, experiment. The, the feng and the shui. The feng. And, yeah, bring in the feng and the shui. Yes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and yeah, before you know it, uh, you know, five hours has gone by. Wow. But with Lego, it's, with Legos, it's different. You know, I mean, you actually, you're, you're piecing things together. You're digging through parts. You see a part and you're like, well, that's really cool. Let me put this to the side. And then you play around with it. And you're like, I've got a place for the part. And you plunk it in there and you're like, ah, it doesn't work. Okay. <laughs> On the rare occasions that I get to play video games anymore, that will happen. Like, Laura will go to bed and I'm playing, and I'll look up and it's like two in the morning. Like, shit. Yeah. And the whole time you're like, I better stop. I'm going to stop. Oh, just one more thing. Oh, oh, look, there's a shiny thing. Let's see how that works. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, your brain can't shut down when you do go to bed. It's still no. racing through things and the next steps that you want to do. And you're just laying there, yeah, with your brain just you know. whizzing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, guess what? What? We've done an hour 15. Oh, damn. Look at us. Look at with us. No, with no real content planned out. Um, hey, did I mention at the top this was episode 69 of Slurp Toast? A podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I saw that when I logged in. <laughs> <laughs> It's a magic number. <laughs> reminds me reminds me of an old an old high school joke. Hey, what's the speed limit of six of, of sex? Sixty nine. Or no. sixty eight. Sixty eight because it's sixty nine, you gotta yeah, turn, you around. turn around. Yeah. <laughs> I 
told somebody that joke the other day too. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. It, it, yeah. It was one of those things where it was like, you're having a conversation with a coworker out of the blue. They're like, you know, I don't really get 69. And you're like, let me wipe my soda up off the break table. <laughs> oh, <God>. What? <laughs> she was, you just don't get anything out of it. And I was like, Oh, Hey, you know what the speed limit of sex is? She was like, what? 68 says 69 you turn around <laughs> and you're like okay i need to have a witness next time we talk <laughs> <laughs> perhaps even before you finish that conversation you should have had one she, that was, she said something like that about what am i supposed to do at this event she goes, should i just take my top off and whip them out and i like oh hey hang on a second I, i'm checking for witnesses <laughs> Because that was unsolicited, everybody. <laughs> All righty then. Well, what do I care? EOC comes to me. Uh. <laughs> Disappears. <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly you've got your own hashtag. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag Steve too. Steve too. <laughs> oh, yeah. They say stuff like that. You just kind of like... Ah, that's really funny. Uh, don't say that again out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, I'm the only guy in my office. And like, I'm like, oh, I just, I stay in my room. I just, like, it's for the best. One, the other day, one of the, I got back to work from being on, and like, our, our receptionist is, she's very, emo, very, very emotional, very ugly. She's like, Come here. I'm like, I really would rather not. <laughs> Yeah, I had a vendor hug me. <laughs> I was just, she goes, oh, and I'm like, oh, okay, we're doing this. All right. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, like, I don't, don't, no, no contact, please. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much a this distance kind of guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a little strange. So. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. All right. That'll be the end of episode 69 <laughs> of Serve Toast Podcast. Next time, we're going to do follows, and um, we'll figure it out, and I'm going to look into the possibility of streaming uh, tag team the okay. motion picture. That and then, work. yeah. I actually if, think I can hurt somebody with this if I hit them. <laughs> I, think you can. I think you might be able to slice somebody open with those spines, actually. The thing is heavy. I those mean, Mezco toys were always super heavy. Like I used, to have, I used to have the Kreegraf. That thing weighed mm. ten pounds. Yeah, no, those Mez the Mezco toys were were great. Um, I still have my Lobster Johnson. Yes, those are good. Um, and the Mega and the Nika stuff that they're doing because they're doing all the creature monster movies, these crossovers. They did John. Con I, I mean. If you go to Target, they typically have that section in electronics, which yeah. is like some Funko and collectible stuff. Right. And all these Nika toys, they come in a nice box, you know, sealed with Velcro that you can pop it open and you can look at the thing in the plastic tray and go, why we should set you all free. And then <laughs> clearly China has a jobs program for that one poor bastard who has to twist by everything to the plastic. <laughs> I've got a billion people to, to, to employ. So, you know, come over here, Jen, you're going to just, do that. that's your job. That is all you do. 
you know. Yeah, remember that was Arthur's brother's name, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> curious if just pulled that out of the hat. That was, it was a little, just the name that popped into mind, you know. It's like, but I mean, it's insane. Like the the Mezgo toy, he was uh, attached to the plastic to the piece of cardboard in the back, the background, right? So you undo that Gordian knot and you get him off of there. And all you've done is remove now the, the cardboard back. He's still chained into the plastic at his wrists and his ankles that you didn't see when you thought you're just pulling the one across the chest. And it's like, what happened when you just vacuum seam these things and they just went right in there, you know, and you did a clear piece of tape across the top. <laughs> That you could peel off, take them out, put them back. The good old Mego boxes. The good old Mego boxes. Yeah, if you go to Walmart, you might find the, uh, they've reissued like the Joker and uh, Green Lantern. Really? Mego figures. Yeah. The the closest Walmart, I have a Walmart actually very close to my office, but I think it's one of the only ones like in town and their toy selection is always abysmal. I don't understand how the lar the largest toy retailer in America at this point. I just don't. I don't either, because I mean, it's just. I think that's a that's a subject for another day, but. No, we will, because the one the ones near me uh, have now put all the Legos into locked cases, and it's like, okay, I get that with the you know one hundred and fifty dollars sets and the, you know, the the more expensive sets, but when you're doing the Lego three in one, it's like a ten dollar <laughs> box of. It's like no one's gonna shoplift that. If they do, who cares? Apparently, Walmart cares. Apparently, people in Bentonville care. All right. Well, no. that's it. Tonight, we're done. And we'll talk about our toy gripes maybe next time. But until then, <laughs> I'm right. still Bruce. <laughs> toy gripes and follows. All right. There we go. <laughs> I like it. All right. I'm still All right. And we'll see y'all in a couple of weeks. Okay. Bye. Bye.